0: It's time for Jamari Jones to be the full-time starter for Mississippi Valley State. I think week four is a very important week, and I'm going to tell you why on multiple fronts. And we have three games that are very important, but didn't quite crack the cut for our game of the week. Oh yeah, it's Locked on HBCU. Play my music. You are locked on HBCU. Your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for that. And remember, just because the mic cuts off does not mean that the journey is over. It just means to go ahead and look at that third on the bottom of our screen that says my Twitter name and follow me right there, at South Exclusives. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, who has you covered this season with more odds, props, and lines than ever before, BetOnline, where the game starts. And it's Jamari Jones time, full time. Mississippi Valley State come on guys it's time to make that official change I don't believe that Dancy has acknowledged that is going to be Jamari Jones at this point I haven't seen anything on that yet but it's time it is genuinely time and in my opinion it was time from week one I think that he should have been the week one day one starter there's of course should have been could have been some things that I might not have been privy to such as just how he was performing, maybe grasping the playbook, things of that nature. But right now, Mississippi Valley State sits at 0-3 on the season. And they just lost a game that might be the toughest of them all to swallow because it might have been the easiest of them all. And they just lost a game to Delta State from the D2 ranks. Now, this is my personal opinion. If you're going down a division, I do not feel like those teams should beat you. There's a select few, the, the top notch, the upper echelon. But for the most part, I don't want to lose to a division that's lower than me, right? Of course, Albany State can give people runs for their money. Bowie State can give people runs for their money in the, in the past couple of years. I think Virginia Union looks like they could give some people some run for their money. However, for the most part, I'm not really trying to lose to a D2 school. That, that's not something that I'm trying to do. Right? I don't want to lose any game, but specifically those, I feel like those are games that I'm supposed to win. They lost to a D2 school. And at that point, you sitting here thinking like, all right, is this just another one of those years for Mississippi Valley? I felt as if there's a lot of hype around the team. However, through the first three games, they have not substantiated that kind of hype. They have not substantiated the kind of, of confidence and belief that certain people have in them right so with that being the case I thought Jamari Jones was going to be the day one starter but they decided to go with Jelani Easton. and through two weeks no Jelani Easton. now mind you I mean excuse me no Jamari Jones now mind you you didn't bring a guy of his status from the JUCO ranks not, not as a freshman you didn't bring this guy in as a JUCO transfer to ride the bench I, I just don't believe that to be the case so I'm thinking, okay, Eason must have had a really good summer or something, right? Must have had a really good fall camp, something. But we're two weeks into the season. We're calling back a little bit. I know we're three now, but we're two weeks through the season, and I've still seen no Jamari Jones. And it's not as if it, it's not as excuse me, it's not as if Eason was just blowing the doors off or something. Right? So it's not as if he's just shutting things down and keeping Easton off the field with his play. So I'm like, what's going on? Why am I not seeing Easton? They get blown out by Austin P. And in that game against Austin P, you go ahead and bring in TJ Goodwin. Now that's really got me scratching my head. Because at this point, I'm saying, you put the backup in, but the backup's not Jamari Jones. Is he not grasping the playbook? What's what's going on? Right? Hit my wind horse meme. There's something strange going on in Mississippi Valley. So I'm thinking like, man, when, when is he, when is he going to get in? Because I do feel like he's going to play at some point this year. So when fast forward to the press conference and coach dance, he says, we're just not playing well at that position, meaning the quarterback position. And he said, they'll possibly look at using multiple quarterbacks versus Delta state. Now let's get to present day. Delta state comes TJ Goodwin starts. All right. So he didn't just get in. As okay, they're getting blown out. No, there's legitimate concern about who the quarterback's gonna be. But TJ Goodwin gets the start. He throws all the two passes, completes none of them, one drive, he's out of there. You go right back to Jelani Eason. Another uninspiring performance, right? And then in about the second quarter, you throw in Jamari Jones. It takes him two drives to kind of get his legs underneath him. Those first two drives were not good. After that, they were rolling. Every single drive, except for the last drive of the game, which ended with the end of the game, so that ended with triple zeros on the clock, you had yourself in scoring position. Either you made a field goal, you scored a touchdown, or you attempted a field goal. And that's what you want to see from your quarterback. I understand that I always say I want to beat these D2 uh, these these D two teams. I understand that I say these are the teams you have to beat. But at the same time, this is the first time I've ever seen Jamari Jones suit up. For the delta devils like this is the first time i've seen it so i gotta pull something i can't pull against him facing the uapb i can't pull from him you facing a an alabama state i can't pull those type of experiences so all i can do is go off of what i was able to see and this is the first time the offense really got going there are so many things you just look at the stats he's already done better than jelani Eason. And I don't mean to just you know just bash on Jelani Eason. I'm just saying I felt as if Jones should have been the quarterback from the beginning. And I think that he substantiated that in the first game. You look at Eason's first two performances. They barely combine to be more than 100 yards. Right? He's, he's around 130 on the year. In one game, in basically three quarters, Jamari Jones is already at 180. He had the first touchdown through the air not only in this game but in the season period for valley so i'm looking at things he's getting the offense going they the quarterback rating so much better the the uh, yards per uh, uh completion so much better the offense looks like it's actually going and i understand this one against you know lesser competition but he wasn't eason wasn't getting them going against that lesser competition to me it's been time for this and what just happened in today's or i guess saturday's game just kind of confirmed that for me it's time to see jamari jones he is one of the top juco quarterbacks when he came to you and now it's time for us to see what he can do now that he's with you it's that simple and going forward in the future this is jamari jones's team that's just my two cents on it and that's how i think that it should be going forward i want to tell you about why week four is such an important week i think it's a a week that is full of decision making and adds a little bit of decisiveness to how we talk about each one of these teams before we get into that however i want to tell you about Nugenics. and listen i'm a young guy but every time i feel like my body just ain't moving like it did when i was 16 years old right i still got a little bit of pep in my step but i can feel it kind of dissipating nobody wants that right you know as we get older we produce less testosterone as as men period it happens as natural but you want to get that swagger back you really want to get back into the groove the nugenics is the thing for you if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging nugenics total t testosterone booster with Testofen is what you need it's just that simple it helps you turn back the clock re-energize your workouts get better results in the gym help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be the man that you feel like you used to be definitely dial back the clock and get that so nugenics total tea is the number one selling testosterone booster at gmc you also see this can help re-energize your life help you get back into powerful confident good looking warrior mode that you used to be in and just go to the gym and feel more productive if you want to lose the weight you want to get in better shape and you just want to work out harder this is exactly what you need now you can get a compliment complimentary bottle of nugenics total tea when you text College to 231 231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with the key ingredients to help you get back in shape fast, absolutely free. That's text college to 231 231. Text college to 231 231. As we keep on rolling on today's episode of locked on hbcu i appreciate you for making us your first listen of the day every day truly and today's word of the day is perspicacious ooh, pers perspicacious <laughs> i'm trying to say ooh, like i just dropped it perspicacious um but today's word of the day is perspicacious let's go ahead and roll with it right and that means able to understand things that are difficult or not obvious let's see if i get that out a little bit smoother when we're going through today's episode but i want to tell you why week four is so important to me and it's all about decisiveness it's all about decision making and the ability to really analyze a team but let's talk about this from a media standpoint and let's also talk about this from a coach slash i guess kind of player standpoint as well but mostly on the coaching front as a media member. I'm talking about teams all the time. I'm here talking about teams on a daily basis on this show. I'm here talking about my Saints on a daily basis, right? For me, I try to act like I'm on camera at all times. So I got to make sure that everything I say is factual, I believe in, I can back up what I'm saying. And this is where this comes into play. Because for most HBCUs, those money games are done. For the most part, you're not going to see them anymore. You're going to be able to see actual games where you can tell who they are right i think about four weeks into the season you are not who you're going to be at the end of the year because you're ever changing however you kind of are who you are at that point you are who you are if you have discipline issues you're an undisciplined team you've shown yourself to have certain habits the excuses start to wear off you know you're four games into the season i feel like i can genuinely tell who you are most hbcus don't have a strong first three games right they don't have a strong out of conference schedule to show who you really are they play these money games so to speak right let's put the air quotes on it still but for the most part you gotta dig a little too deep for the casual eyes like okay this is you're getting blown out then you're not really a get blown out team you won't be during the year because you're going to start facing teams that are on your level right jackson state's not one of them all not one of them um north carolina central isn't one of them i feel like those three teams just off the top of my head head has some really good out of conference schedules that allow you to see who they are prayer view kind of had one as well because they had uh incarnate word and abilene christian so they got some solid games that let you know and, and, and i mentioned jackson state to my jackson state fans i love y'all but I'm a, there's a section of you guys there's a section of you guys that are too defensive too ready to ready to be ready to defend your team when nobody's attacking you like monday when we talked about scheduling i understand jackson state and scheduling is a little bit of a sensitive issue for a lot of people but just take a step back you don't i'm not attacking i promise you i speak on here glowingly 95 percent of the time of Jackson State, Deion Sanders, Travis Hunter, Shador Sanders, Aubrey Miller, right? I I sit here and I speak glowingly of these players and and the coaches. The 5% that I'm critical, I promise you I'm not attacking. I promise you. So don't think you have to defend your team, but I appreciate your passion, but you don't have to defend your team. I promise you I'm not attacking them. You'll know. You will know because it won't be passive, right? If I'm really attacking. As Grambling, when I talked about their undisciplined penalties after week one that's an attack anywho 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 let's get back to it because I thought those four teams had some pretty good out of conference games that allow me to make real opinions on what they are you know Texas Southern had a couple of games that were in conference at the beginning of the season they're a little bit of an exception but for the most part because two out of their first three games were conference games so they really allow me to make an opinion on them because they are facing opponents that they'll face on a regular basis but now i get to get to that that point where oh i know you run the ball well or i know that you struggle blocking and there's so many games at one time there's there's not a lot of coverage not all the games are readily available right so there's so many things that go into needing multiple weeks to really see what's a trend what's a one-off What's some things that they're starting to get better on? Maybe some focus. It's just so much. And when we get to week four, I feel like I can concretely talk about what these teams are. And that's why I appreciate it. And from a coaching perspective, I think you know who your team is in in a a training camp. But then you get into the regular season, you actually want to see who they are when they're battle tested. And it probably doesn't take four weeks because as a coach, you're supposed to be perspicacious, right? Yeah, I did it. i I did it i didn't even have to stutter over it but as a coach you're supposed to have that that ability to look at what your team is going to be in the long run early that's part of just what you have to do so i'm not a coach i'm not good at that i need some more time to really see what this team is going to be but then you look at for the SWAC, it's even more important because now you're getting into conference play most teams in the SWAC haven't played a conference game jackson state played FAMU and vice versa Texas Southern plays Prairie View and vice versa and then Southern and vice versa TSU is the only team in a SWAC that has two games in their conference belt everybody else has either one or none and most of them have none so you're looking at a conference where now they don't, the MIAC doesn't have as many teams so they still have a couple of out-of-conference games to take care of right however in a SWAC now not only are you kind of knowing who your team is now there's a sense of urgency that every game is super important because you're in conference play you're in conference play now so let's go ahead and no more games no more oh we can shrug that one off no you lose there's some ramifications you start losing two in a row it's going to be real difficult to win your division to get to that conference championship for example if jackson state dominates everybody in their out of conference schedule but then they might slip up one or two times they might not be able to win the SWAC like we think they would like i think they are personally you know you think grambling i've seen somebody say that grambling versus jackson state's going to be seen again if grambling slips up a couple of times they might not be able to do it i think that west is going to be a murderous rope but overall that's just what we're looking at and it's an it's a an exaggerated level of importance once you get into conference play because those games are what actually matter you lose all your conference games it doesn't matter you are you it doesn't matter how good your your first three games were you're done you know you win all your or you lose all your out of conference games and go seven and oh eight zero in the conference well you're looking at a swag championship it's just that simple and going forward i want to talk about a couple of the games in week four that i think we need to look out for but they didn't quite crack the cut for our game of the week however before we get into that let me tell you about bet online because bet online is the number one place for all of your sports wagering needs listen you want the best odds you want the best props you want the best lines then you need to go to bet online if you want to have versatile coverage, the ability to put money down on a multitude of different things you need to go to bet online i'm talking combat sports esports football could be right in the thick of it right we're in football season if we're talking about basketball that's on the horizon you need to put some money down on that go to bet online i tell all of my friends there's no other place that i would put my money down other than bet online because i can get all the news right i can make sure that they know or they're going to make sure that i know exactly what i'm putting my money down on and that's what i appreciate appreciate about them in addition to being the fastest and easiest where to wage on all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts as wrapping up today's episode of locked on hbcu i appreciate you guys man rolling all the way through the episode much love to you thank you i don't always tell you thank you at the beginning of this segment. But I want to make sure that I do occasionally because I appreciate my people who are here through the whole thing and let's get into some of the games that we need to watch out for in this week's schedule and number one I'm gonna go with Bowie State versus St. Augustine and this is just kind of a continuation of something that we talked about earlier in the week and that is the fact that Bowie State has lost the conference game for the first time in three years well they need to make sure that they don't lose another one if they still want to win the CIAA it's that simple you ain't gonna win the CIAA if you do not I don't know if you're gonna lose another one I don't think you're gonna win that side Union doesn't look like they're prepped to lose two conference games they don't Shaw just knocked you off you're gonna need the tiebreaker over Shaw so you're gonna need them to lose two if you lose two you're gonna need them to lose three it's not likely there's a sense of urgency after every single game and to me this is a bit of a get-back game. This is a little bit of a, a get-right game. St. Ong hasn't really made much noise this year. They lost all of their games by basically blowouts. This is kind of a get-right game. you got to understand, when, when it comes to Bowie State, the record is not good. You know, you've lost the out-of-conference game before. That's whatever. But you lose a conference game, now the pressure's on, especially when you do it so early. But you got the second leader, uh, second leading passer in the, in the, in the conference. You got a defense that held Shaw to only 17. So you know they can play defense. You just got to finish. You got to finish. You got to finish. You got to finish. Like you have to make sure that you are at the end of your drives ending with points. You know, somebody said every single drive has to end with a kick, whether that's a field goal or a touchdown, an extra point, right? So that's the mission. That is the mission that you want to make sure you are setting. And this is kind of a get right. I think you got to go for it hampton versus delaware is a game that you know honestly almost got game of the week status these next two games really almost got game of the week status but i had one that i was just even more interested in than those two but when you look at what they were able to do in the first three games them being hampton you got to be impressed you got to be curious what they're going to do going into caa play and they start off with a game that's not easy they should lose gonna be honest with you everything points to them losing and that's one of the reasons they didn't get a game of the week cut this year or this week but Delaware is the number eight team in the nation they should be the the favorites in this matchup Hampton for as good as their start was is projected to be the last place team in the CAA but they probably also didn't expect for Hampton to be this good in their out-of-conference schedule so now we're going to see them go into the caa for the first time something they've been wanting to do forever forever ever like i mean like andre 3000 forever ever like this is something that the former i believe president wanted to do years ago so they're finally getting it done and the president is leaving however now you got to go against this competition and with this you're going to have the number five rated fcs quarterback in nolan richardson this team went to navy they knocked them off like i said they are a top 10 team in the country and that's who you're gonna have to face off in your first game and listen this is this is getting baptized by fire if hampton goes in and they win this game i'm telling you right now they are really 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 good team really good team because you don't just knock off delaware it's not an easy game by far they lose this game I don't know what it means for them. I don't think it means, oh, they're going to fail in the CAA because they lost to the number eight team in the nation. You know, that's that's like Kentucky going up against Georgia in week one, and because they lost to the best team in the SEC, all of a sudden, they trash. No, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. So that's the game that we're watching out for. And then PV versus Alabama State, I think that PV... They've had they they had an interesting run. Alabama State's looked really good. Um, I want to see D. Davis back. I want to see Trazon Conley, who's nursing an ankle injury and is why he's missed the last game of the, of the against Incarnate Word. I've seen an article say that Alabama State just needs to stop the run because Prairie View is only averaging 100 yards per game. Well, C.J. Dumas, if he's out there, maybe he has to prove that he can pass. But Trazon Conley can throw the rock. I've seen it. I saw it against abilene christian let's remember they didn't complete a pass versus tsu they have zero yards through the air that's going to bring your your total down but you only attempted six uh passes so it's not like you threw 20 times and only had zero yards you only attempted six passes so that really tells you why the yards are at a low number that's what it kind of makes sense if Alabama State goes in there and just prepares for the run and Trazon Conley is there, they're liable to lose. But you have Prairie View as first in the SWAC West because they have a, a division and a, a conference victory over TSU. TSU is 1-1, one and one, but their they're last one, right, They loss is to Prairie View, so it's kind of null and void at that point. However, you look at them, they're the top in the SWAC West. Alabama State is one of only three teams in the SWAC with a winning record. They're 2-1 and right now, with their only loss being to UCLA. They're the only team that has a winning record in the SWAC East outside of Jackson State. The only team, and they knocked off a uh, a Howard school who hasn't looked too great at the beginning of the season. However, that was a really good game, and D-Davis looked phenomenal. Hopefully, both of these quarterbacks can come back from their injury, Conley with an ankle, um, davis with a shoulder i feel very confident that davis is gonna play we'll see about conley but this has the makings of being a really good game It just not have enough for me to put it over north carolina a versus south carolina state which is going to be our game of the week so I appreciate you for being, uh, making us your first listen of the day every day. Tomorrow, come through and check out our game of the week where we break down the Aggies versus the Bulldogs. Now, make sure you're checking out our conference shows for your second listen of the day, Locked on ACC, Locked on Big 12, and all of the gang at the Locked On Podcast Network. And in the meantime, in between time, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter, at South Exclusives. Until the next time that we hear each other, family, take care. Stay blessed. PEACE